I am so excited to be partnering with Kind. You can take 15% off of a single purchase with the code Sandra when you visit kindsnacks.com through December 31st, 2020. They have so many items on their website. So if you visit kindsnacks.com, you can get either nut bar or a thin or a mini energy bar or a protein bar and get that 15% off of your single purchase. They are doing amazing things through their Kind Foundation. So I'm so excited to be partnering with them. Take advantage of that 15% off today uh, through December 31st, 2020, and enjoy. You're listening to Sweet Bites of Sandra with your host, Dr. Sandra Coltimedici. Follow on Instagram at Sweet Bites of Sandra and Dr. Sandra Coltimedici. You can also join our Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Sweet Bites of Sandra. Have you ever heard of Audible? Well, I just started my free trial not too long ago, and it is awesome. My library now has The Meaning of Mariah Carey and Atomic Habits, an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones by James Clear. So my Audible is on point. I know that you can get an Audible trial as well. Just head over to www.audibletrial.com forward slash Sweet Bites with Sandra and check it out. You just never know what you're going to find. Um, they have a browsing section where you find bestsellers and new releases and everything under the sun. So I hope you enjoy it. Take a chance and try Audible today. I am an affiliate, but I believe in what they're doing. So um, take a chance and try Audible and let me know exactly what you're listening to, whether it's a podcast or an audiobook. There's so much to discover on Audible. So enjoy and let me know what you find. Hi, I'm Sandra, and I'd like to invite you to subscribe and listen to my new podcast, Sweet Pipes with Sandra. Satisfy your entrepreneurial sweet tooth in each episode full of digital business tips, inspiring interviews, asides from my entertainment career, and rewards to celebrate your sweet success. Find Sweet Bites with Sandra on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Thank you so much for joining me on episode seven of Sweet Bites with Sandra. This is the podcast that satisfies your entrepreneurial sweet tooth. And today I have an amazing guest on the podcast. His name is Chris White. He is the creator, producer, and writer of the upcoming movie Doors, which should come out in 2021. And you would know his work from being the producer of the MTV hit series, My Super Psycho Sweet 16. So I'm so excited for you to hear that interview a little bit later, but let's get right to it. This episode is called Produce the Bite, and I'm going to give you my top six list building techniques. Let's just start with some of the warm list building techniques. So one of the things that I, I'd like to start with, which is really easy, is open up your phone contact list. That's where you can start first because the people you know who are already in your list might actually be some of the people who would buy from you first. So go through your list and you know write down a whole new list of contacts from that list and get in touch. Send them a text message and say, hey, this is what I'm working on. Would you be interested in hearing more about it? That's the first step. Number two, warm lead number two. <laughs> so you wanna go into your email contact list, which is different because sometimes you have different, uh, different phone contacts than you do for your email. So I like to go into the email contact list because sometimes your email contact list goes back for years, whereas sometimes your phone contact list really is only updated for 
you know, maybe you didn't import your contacts when you got a new phone. So maybe it's just a, a, a random 150 or so people, or even less than that, sometimes in your phone contact list, but your email list could go back a lot farther. So you could have, um, a, a great span of information in there that you could pull from. So open up your email list, whether it's in Gmail, Outlook, whatever you use, and start pulling from that email list. And you know, really be selective. Don't just spam everybody. You want to make sure that you're being selective about who you're uh, putting out those feelers to, to see if they want to hear more about what you're working on. The third one is opening up your LinkedIn contacts. So those are more of the business oriented contacts that you probably have, and you can download those really easily. I'm going to put in the show notes, the easy way it's a link that goes right to LinkedIn and it tells you exactly how to download your contacts. Those ones are a little bit warmer. They would be more of the colleagues that you've had along the way in your career, um, but they still know who you are. So that's another way to contact a warm lead that you've already been in contact with um, to ask them if they want to hear more about what you're working on. So three different ways to contact cold leads. And the reason I say they're cold is because you may have um, a little bit of contact with them, but you don't know them like you would a colleague, a family member, or a friend. So number one is putting together a resource or what people call a lead magnet and putting it out there on Facebook. Put a nice ad out there, put a lead magnet together, something that people really need and really could use, and then ask them in order to download it, get their email. That's another way. So you, you know that they're interested, but they're still a cold lead because it needs to be nurtured. Now the second one is your Facebook contacts. Now I know that a lot of people think that you know everybody in your Facebook contacts, but if you have a business page, you might have people following you that you've never met, that you've never actually interacted with. So you can download your contacts from your Facebook profile and then go through them and start contacting them either one by one directly on Facebook or sometimes in your contacts, they will actually have an email address. You can send out an inquiry and say, hey, I know that you're following me on Facebook and I'd like to reach out to you with more information about what I'm doing. Um, would you like to subscribe to my email list? and then give them the option to subscribe. The third, maybe a little bit more unconventional, is to actually reach out to people on Instagram that have their contact information listed. So they may list a, a phone number or an email address of how to contact them. They actually might even put a website. So if you wanna do the research and do the digging um, by clicking on the website and then finding their contact page, that's one way. And then you can also use their email address to send the same email that I mentioned earlier, which is an inquiry and say, hey, I see that we are friends on Facebook or I see that we are um, following each other on Instagram. Um, I would like for you to hear a little bit more about what I'm working on. Would you like to subscribe to my email list? So give them the opportunity to say yes or no. And that's another way. It's kind of more of a cold lead, but at least it's somebody that you are following or they are following you so that it's not feeling a little kind of creepy and icky. <laughs> So my top six ways to build your email list are, number one, use your phone contacts, number two, use your email contacts, and number three, download your LinkedIn contacts. Number four, build a resource, a lead magnet, and put an ad on Facebook and start generating leads that way. Send a message, send an email to anyone who is following you on Facebook. It might take a long time <laughs> to do that individually, but it could generate some leads back to you. And then look at the people who are following you or the people that you follow on Instagram and look and see if they have an email or contact listed and reach out to them individually. 
This is the holiday season, and I am so excited to bring you Course Sweetener, my online course program that takes your expertise and turns it into your very own online course. So go over to my website, www.sandracoltamedici.com, and take advantage of the 50% off price. Yes, I said it, 50% off from now until December 25th. Yes, even on Christmas Day, if you are trying to find something for your loved one and you know that they have so much expertise that they just need to turn into an online course, this is the gift for them. Go over to my website, check it out, Course Sweetener, 50% off from now until December 25th. So let's take a call from one of our listeners. Hi, this is Samantha from Florida. I wanted to ask how to create better messaging to attract more customers. Let me know. Thank you. Samantha, that is a great question. How do you create compelling copy that attracts customers? I have a system I call Edit by Five, and that is a five-step process, but it also, to me, in my head, it means that five o'clock is a hard deadline, so it's giving me a time a timetable, too. So the five steps are... Do the long form copy, write it out, get all of your feelings onto the table, make sure that you don't leave anything out and put it out there. Number two, the self edit. Cut those things out that you don't need, all of those ums and ands and thes and everything else that you could do without, take it out. Okay. Number three, Grammarly. I love Grammarly. Ever since I was in college, I have used Grammarly to make sure that I dot my I's and cross my T's. Number four, the SEO edit. You have to make sure that everything is optimized. So make sure that those keywords are in your copy. And then number five, do the final fix. And that final fix means that you are going back through and making sure that it hits your key message, that it can be manipulated and and, uh, segued out to fit shorter copy, longer copy, so that you can make sure it goes into a lot of different places. So There are five steps to that process. Let me go over them again. Number one, the long copy. Number two, the self-edit. Number three, Grammarly. Number four, the SEO edit. And number five, the final fix. Then you can tweak it. You want to tweak it so that you can put it into all of your social spaces. So really short for Twitter, really, you know, maybe a more lengthy one for Facebook, maybe a a more heartfelt one that really breaks it down and maybe a few emojis for, for Instagram, or maybe break it down into a tutorial for TikTok. If you have a question that you would like answered on Sweet Bites with Sandra, the podcast, feel free to call 401-216-5059, leave a voicemail, and you too could be featured on the podcast. I have a very special guest with me today. His name is Chris White, and he has done some of the most thrilling things you've seen on television and film, um, some of which include my Super Psycho Sweet 16 on MTV. Um, you also saw um, Portals, which scary with Blair Witch in there. <laughs> and also coming up in the near future is Doors. So thank you so much for joining me. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, I I wanted to make sure that I got that word thriller out there because you are kind of should I call you the king of thrillers? Is that too much? No, no, no. That's uh, yeah, that's a bit too much. Too much. Too much. One day, maybe. One day. Maybe but, one day. Um, okay. Well. Yeah. 
Well, I know that we just celebrated Halloween, so you are definitely on the brain for a lot of people. Um, so what exactly, um, you know, as, as a producer who's worked in the industry, what are some of the things that, you know, even with my Super Psycho Sweet 16 and, and Diaz for Dogfight, like what is your inspiration? Because in, you're also a creator as, as well as a producer. Yeah. Where do you get that inspiration from? Well, you know, uh, from a creator standpoint, that's just something that comes within of just, you know, it could be anything, uh, you know, uh, with in regards to doors and portals, which pretty much live in the same universe. And there's a big story behind that. But mm -hmm. um, that was my love for sci-fi and doing stuff that is a higher level of consciousness, because a lot of that ties into what doors and what portals is. And I'm big into interdimensions and uh, parallel universes and everything like that. So the love for the both those films which are basically the same idea and again that's um uh, it's a longer story but it, <laughs> it really came from my passion and love for that and, mm -hmm. and you know it was just really lucky to have a lot of people quite a few people especially my producing partners and all the filmmakers that have been involved to really mm -hmm. fall in love with the concept itself um and very thankful to everyone they've all brought like so much energy and talents and creativity to an idea that just popped into my head i was laying on you know i like to always say the way that it came i was like laying on the bed looking at the ceiling you're always trying to scratch your head trying to figure out what's the next idea you could try to exactly. come up with and also with these type of films they're anthologies so you know if you're familiar with anthologies it's a bunch of different stories but the the approach with this was to make it where all the stories are connected so there's instead of separate stories it's like acts so act one like a like a traditional film so there's mm -hmm. a progression throughout from um act one all the way to the last act which is the last segment and they all tie together and they all live in the same universe as opposed to other anthologies where like vhs um I oversaw production on VHS3. My producing partner, Brad Miska, who runs Bloody Disgusting, he's the mm -hmm. one who came up with the whole VHS concept, which became a really big hit franchise. The first who got into Sundance and were, you know, very well received. And with those, are the mechanism is usually just the tape, these people that find a tape and they play a tape and there's an individual mm -hmm. story, but none of them are connected. And this is something where we try to keep everything connected. It's, I mean, it, it, just to keep up with it, obviously, is is a, a challenge for me because I, I, I live in some of the sci-fi world, but I'm not super into it because it scares me. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, having said that, so when you're thinking of of ideas, right, and you're, mm. you know, like you said, you're sitting back, you know, scratching your head, what's the next? And you hear stories that are in the news cycle about, you know, things that we all kind of wondered, you know, are aliens real? And, you know, all those things that happen when the government says, oh, by the way, the things that you've been seeing, those flying saucers, those are real. Like, does that give you pause? Or is that like, hey, that's my next storyline? Well, yeah, it, it's definitely, um, I think it's really arrogant to think that we're the only living intelligent species in this whole vast universe um mm -hmm. and as you know the universe is endless um and mm -hmm. it's uh more than likely there is life and i'm sure it's visited us and and um one day the full reveal will come out i think the government is seeding it a little bit like you're starting <laughs> to see how the military is kind of like hey these are unidentified objects that no one can explain and they have the videos where you have the the um pilots that are following them and everything like that mm -hmm. i think there's a reason why they're probably keeping the truth probably because most people freak out once they see the actual truth and right. to know that there is a superior intelligence that's even more advanced than us would just freak us out that would be but i embraced it i would be <laughs> 
Exactly. I mean, with, with what you do, I mean, you are in this thriller genre that I feel like it would just be inspiration. Um, can you share just a few lessons that you've learned like throughout your career? Um, you know, what is the key to working and developing a project from like concept to completion? Yeah, it's just passion. You got to love it. That's the, that's the main thing. You have to love the, um, the idea, the story, where it's going to go it has to be something that just grabs you as with anything, especially if you want to do it well. Yeah. You know, you can go ahead and develop things that you're not really passionate and that happens a lot of times. Um, mm-hmm. But it does help when you do have that passion and you do identify something, even if it's not yours, if you come across mm-hmm. someone else's idea or they present you with a, an, an amazing concept, it just has to really speak to you. And once it speaks to you, it's really speaking. And you just mm-hmm. go with it. And then eventually it starts to grow and, it, and, and all the right elements come together. And, you know, it's all a, pop, yeah. a, a process and it really helps to have um, a, a very creative, positive team along the way that helps manifest everything together. So it goes from just the idea. Next thing you know, it's on the screen. Right. Well, so what do you what, what kind of advice or, or best practices would you offer to someone maybe who's getting just started in the industry and, you know, doesn't really know what to do next? Like what, what they, mm-hmm. should, they should do first or even someone who's had to pivot, you know, midstream of their career to say, you know, this is what I really want to go after. How do I tackle that or how do I get started in that space? Well, I think um, right now with technology, with, you know, phones and everything now, you can do everything from your iPhone and uh, uh, editing from shooting and everything mm-hmm. like that. There's nothing that can that's out there that can stop you. If you have mm-hmm. an idea, shoot it. It doesn't matter if you have zero dollars or a million dollars, just go do it. Because mm-hmm. the main thing is, is like, how creative are you? You know, teach yourself. You don't have to go to wait and go to film school. Like you can. And that's cool. Um, mm-hmm. I personally felt I went, but then I dropped out because I was like, I'm just going to jump into this world, you know, heads in. And this was before smartphones and everything like that. So it was a little more challenging, but I felt yeah. that the actual school, the best education was actually expressly for film. And you can go, I think, you know, to get the fun- fundamentals. But the one thing I say that school never teaches you is talent. It's either something mm-hmm. you have or you don't. And, you know, if that was the case, everyone coming out of NYU and all these big school film schools would be the next Steven Spielberg because they got a degree. Exactly. But a lot of them don't make it because at the end of the day, it's your work and your talent that speaks for itself. And not everyone has that. And you right. don't. And like Quentin Tarantino and a lot of these other filmmakers, they never went to film school. They're self-taught. It's, it's something like with any type of talent, whether it's athletes or painters or, mm-hmm. you know, artists or any type of thing like yeah. that. That's something that is just in your DNA. Um, And right now, I would say with the power of social media and with YouTube and Vimeo and so many outlets, um, Facebook and even Instagram and all these others, Snapchat, TikTok, Mm -hmm. shoot a film on TikTok, even if it's a short. The main thing is, is just get it out there Um, and people, the right people will see it. You know, you'll get the attention that there's so many shorts that I see that uh, aspiring filmmakers at one point now they're doing big things but they started and did like a two minute YouTube short. One is called mm-hmm. like Lights Out. If, you, if you're familiar with the film Lights Out, that started mm-hmm. as, a film, as a short film. There, there was no budget on that, but it was really mm-hmm. clever. The concept was really cool. Next thing you know, James Wan's company saw it and mm-hmm. then was like, hey, let's turn this into a feature. Now that director's doing big things. So, yeah. you know, I would say right now, if you want to tell a story, don't let anything stop you. Just go out and do it. There's no excuse at this point. 
back in the day when you actually had to pay for film and get the 16 millimeter camera, the 35 millimeter camera, you know, all yes. that was huge expenses. And then you had, a, you know, editing everything you could do right now just to get started. You could do right from your phone. And that's that's yeah. a lot of power. Yeah. It's the power of technology. I feel like, you know, we talk about digital marketing these days and and how important it is to have that kind of engagement. And, um, you know, when you think about the, the strategies that people can use, you know, if you're just using your smartphone and you just you know, shot your TikTok video, um, then what do you do with that? You know what I mean? So, so mm. I, I always think about the, the power of technology, but then some people get stuck in their own creative space. Uh, and, and so they, they'll do what you said and they'll, you know, not let anything stop them from making, but then it's a matter of, you know, having it be out there in the universe, you know, so it is one thing to say that, you know, they'll find you, um, you know, the right people will find you, but how do you, how do you position yourself? Like when you are looking at projects and you're saying, well, I'm going to produce this project, but you still need to have the right positioning once you have the project. So how do you position mm -hmm. yourself in the industry? Even now you've, you've substantiated, substantiated yourself. You've solidified your, your place in the industry, but you still position yourself in ways so that you are um, seen for, for, or, you know, hand selected for the next project or whatnot. Where do you see yourself in this industry and how do you position your projects so that they're seen by the right people? I mean, um, when it comes to just in general, just taking a step back for people who are trying to get seen. One thing to say is nothing is ever guaranteed, no matter how good your stuff is. And, you know, it doesn't mean it could be the most brilliant stuff, but, Sometimes that just doesn't get the eyes or it doesn't get the attention. Mm -hmm. um, and you can have the right people. And it happens even within the industry once you're established and you can stack it with all the best elements, all the best people that you can, which is what you know I do with my partners. We try to put together the best type of filmmakers that have a great track record, the, great, uh, the best type of uh, uh, producing team and everything like that. But none of that is ever guaranteed. That still doesn't mean that you're right. going to get greenlit at all. Um, right. there's still some factors that you have to come because you could do all that, but you still, at the end of the day, have to convince the money because that's what it comes down to that, right. <laughs> Hey, this is a great project. Believe in it, you know? Mm. Um, and that's probably the hardest step because every, you know, everything is subjective. What you may think is amazing. Someone else may think is just okay. Or they just may be so many variables and reasons why they can't even, they may love it. But there's could be a bunch of reasons why it could be, especially if you're, you know, presenting to certain companies, mm -hmm. it may not be what they're looking for. You know, no is probably you're going to hear no more than yes in this industry, no matter who you are. Even the, you know, yeah. um, one of the people that uh, I'm working with, Lee Daniels, back in the day, he would say that right after Monsters Ball, when he got that Oscar, you would think that he would be able to get any film greenlit. But exactly. that wasn't the case. It just wasn't the case. And it took, you know, still a lot of, of, of just grinding and hustling and, and sticking with it and still hearing no, 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 even though it's like, wait a minute, I just had an Oscar winning film and, you know, Halle Berry and all this type of stuff, but none of that I matters. Know. It's still, it's still a track. And, you know, I have uh, filmmakers in my um, family as well. And uh, one of my, my, my cousins, he shoots a lot of TV and everything like that. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, he's done some features with some big names and they did pretty cool uh 
but still it's always a grind it's still mm-hmm. you know it's very rare you're gonna have that like james cameron or that steven spielberg <laughs> pretty much who could pretty much be like hey this is what i want to do and it's gonna happen but yeah. even then like you look at guillermo del toro he has passion projects so many passion projects that he would love to get going that studios involved but they never go any place um right. so there's so many factors and variables in every um situation i think is different the main thing you can do is just really try to just believe in what you what the project that you're invested in mm-hmm. and 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 do the best you can with it and hope for the best and hopefully it comes through you know i have tons of projects that are in different stages you know some there's one that we're closing right now with a uh uh, distributor and financier, um, and thankfully they love the project and they love the team and they see the potential. So that's pretty much going through. But there's other projects where it's just like it's been years, years. Mm-hmm. I mean, even a project that I have with Lee Daniels, that's been twenty years, <laughs> twenty years. <laughs> you know, right. and it's and it's it's just there's no right or wrong formula really to it. The best thing you could do is try to bring the best that you can and then hope for the best. Well, and that shows your persistence, right? That you're mm. you're going the the long haul, <laughs> the yep. twenty year stretch. Well, so yep. we just talked about um, you know closing a project that that you were talking about, and I know that you mentioned um, Doors is coming soon. So mm. at, at least in our previous conversation, so let's talk about Doors and what exactly it is, and when people should be able to you know see some of the some of the trailers and whatnot. Right. Uh, well, we just finished post on the film. We don't have a official release date from the distributor yet, mm-hmm. but it mm-hmm. should be around springtime, possibly, is what they were saying. It might be earlier. Uh, mm-hmm. Trailer-wise, that just really comes down to when they feel they're going to release the trailer. Uh, but right. it's uh, it's it's really exciting. Um, again, it's part. It's it, it deals with these uh, sentient objects that are coined doors, even though they're not technically like doors. It's just. Mm-hmm. Um, there are these advanced type sentient objects that can manipulate your reality. And if you enter one, it's like kind of like matrix. And then it totally flips the reality around you and it controls and it manipulates and it co- analyzes while collecting all types of information and data about those people that enter it. So, you know, um, we were like portals, which is this, again, a long conversation, but is ex- pretty much from um the same type of project and there's a long story why mm-hmm. uh, but that was the one that we had the Blair Witch guys they did a segment then we had my boy Timo who shot his in Indonesia um he mm-hmm. did The Night Comes for Us which is on Netflix an awesome uh martial art film and then uh Liam O'Donnell who just finished Skyline 3 so he did a segment and everything like mm-hmm. that uh but yeah with 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 Doors it's um it's visually and tonally a bit different than portals and even the doors are different uh but you know with that really try to do something different i think when people see it it's not like anything else that's out Mm -hmm. there um which is always kind of refreshing because a lot of times a lot of what you see is pretty much the same thing just with a different different fancy um sort of cover on it but um we'll see how people react to it you know we got josh peck he was in it lena um, who's from SWAT. She's on CBS's SWAT. She's mm-hmm. in it. Um, Kit Malone, who is part of this uh, really cool band called uh, TV on the Radio. He's in it. So, you know, we got some really great talent and the acting was really good. And visually, it looks amazing. And we did it for like a handful of dollars. It's not like a lot. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, these the production was under a million dollars, but the scope wow. of it looks like you know it looks huge, and yeah. that's part part of the um, being fortunate enough to be able to work with such amazing creative talents that are bringing you know their all and their resources to these type of projects where you're getting high quality production value for very little money. Um, no one's mm-hmm. right, you know, no one's coming off of these films with Lamborghinis and Ferraris and, <laughs> you know, big, you know, uh, Joel Silver type yachts and all that, you know, this is where everyone's like, hey, we really love it. And uh, mm-hmm. we just want to be part of something special. Which is absolutely fabulous. So I look forward to seeing Doors in 2021 and, and or, or whenever it comes out. Because, <laughs> yeah, well, um, well, no, I say that because 2020 hit and I was like, yeah, it's going to be a good year. And then I was like, yes, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's been five years since we've been in 2020 now. <laughs> Has, is it going to end? Okay. So yes, but I want to thank you so much for joining me on Sweet Bites with Sandra. This was so informative. People will definitely take away so much from this, um, from what you were talking about with motivation and talent and getting yourself out there and not having any kind of excuse. Um, yeah. And so you have definitely piqued my interest some more. So we are going to also chat on Extra Bites. So um, make sure that you jump over to Extra Bite once Sweet Bites with Sandra is over and we'll be right back. New Year's is around the corner. And for most people, that means New Year's resolutions. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Usually is a time where we get all motivated and excited to make positive changes in our lives. We tell ourselves, I'm going to work out more than I pig out. I'm going to drink more water than alcohol or eat more veggies than candies. And for most of us, those commitments they just don't stick. My girls, Furley Prado and Alex K over at Team 3XT, they know this all too well. This is why they have created an online studio you will love and stick to, backed up by a community that has compassion and accomplishments alike. These ladies have performed with nearly every major artist in the industry and designed their classes to ignite your inner star. Through several genres of exercise and dance, they deliver entertaining, creative, engaging, and transformational experiences that inspire you to move and live with purpose. For them, it's not about short-term promises, but life-changing choices. They understand the formula that turns motivation into inspiration. Scientific truths plus simple and passionate application plus entertainment equal a system that you can get hooked on. Right now, you get to try it for free for seven days. If you're intimidated by dance, want to take your TikToks to another level, or just switch up your routine, try Studio 3XT today free for seven days. You can customize the style, time, and type of workouts you want to achieve your goals. Go to team3xt.com. Take advantage of this offer and see if this is exactly what you need to take your New Year's resolution into new living. (laughs) 
So I wanted to tell a story this episode about a music video that I had a chance to do with one of my favorite, favorite choreographers, Brian Friedman. And it was a a music video for Brittany Murphy and Paul Oakenfold. And it was called Faster Kill Pussycat. Now, I tell this story because I always, every time I see it, I remember this young lady and um, I know that she passed away way too soon. She was full, full, full out in this music video and I got a call um, that same day that they were shooting downtown and they had these uh, parkour athletes that were you know leaping and bounding from buildings and we were all in the middle of this like parking lot c- scenario where we were just dancing in the middle of the night literally uh, downtown LA and it was so much fun and I always remember you know, um, I talk a lot about in the podcast about just going with the flow, doing what you need to do, showing up on time, and giving your best all the time. And for this particular music video, I was showing up because it was Brian Friedman, and he is one of the people that I consider like a long, 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 long-term supporter of mine. We were both on Star Search at the same time. I think it was the same season, if not, if I'm not mistaken. But we were in two different groups. I was dancing with my sister, and he was dancing with his um, dance studio from Arizona and um, and then we uh, reconnected on So You Think You Can Dance I, many 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 years later and so after So You Think You Can Dance I have had a chance to work with him on a few different projects one of my own for an album that I created and then also on this music video which is so much fun to watch you can just see how much fun she was having Brittany Murphy was just you know in her zone so I will post it on the show notes so that you can see it it was freezing cold but we were dancing and it was so much fun so i hope you enjoy it And of course, I always have a sweet reward for anybody who is finishing the episode. You can head over to Extra Bite on my blog, on the SCM blog, um, at www.sandracoltonmedici.com forward slash blog. And there, this week, you will see one of the most amazing recipes. Oh my goodness. If you try making this, I'm not going to try making it. I'm just going to show it to you because uh, my girl (laughs) has given you the recipe. Her name is Nancy. She is a PhD by day and she is a food lover all the time. So take a, a moment, just take a moment and take a peek at this recipe. It is for matcha mia crepe. And there are so many crepes in this recipe. You will be there for a good hour or two just making the crepes, but it is so delicious. So take a look at that. And then also you should head over to her Instagram too. Um, And I will put that in the show notes so that you can find her for sure. The other is uh, a music artist. Her name is Lena Loy and she has been around for a long time. She's been in the game. She has so much going on and I have an interview with her on Extra Bite. So check her out. She has a few different movies right now on Netflix too. Um, So you'll definitely want to check those out too. So of course there is a sweet reward for everyone who can take 
part at the end of the episode, which is this time we have a um, little goodie coming from Bessential. So um, you can enter to win of Bessential goodies uh, if you go to my website and enter to win by tagging Bessential and Sweet Bites of Sandra podcast and also me at Dr. Sandra Coltimedici as well. But for everyone who is listening, you also can take um, a very cool discount um, by going to bcentral.com and using the keyword sweet and get 15% off of your purchase through December 31st, 2020. So that is a great, great, great sweet reward for anybody who's listening. If you want to enter to win the really cool tin with a lot of great little goodies inside, you can certainly do that by tagging the show and me on social media. So that is it for this episode, and I just want to wish everybody a happy holiday season. I will be back for an episode next week, um, headed into the new year, but for today, have a Merry Christmas to all that celebrate, and I will check you on the next one. Are you looking for a webinar platform that really has your back? For me, I do a lot of webinars and I do a lot of lecturing and speaking and and I really feel like I need something that's simple. I don't need something that's complicated. I want something that's able to take my message, distribute it, have a live option, but also be able to automate. For me, Webinar Ninja does the trick and I definitely highly recommend it for you too. So if you're looking for a webinar platform, check out Webinar Ninja on my software solutions page. Just go to www.sandracoltamedici.com forward slash software dash solutions. You're listening to Sweet Bites of Sandra with your host, Dr. Sandra Coltimedici. Follow on Instagram at Sweet Bites of Sandra and Dr. Sandra Coltimedici. You can also join our Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Sweet Bites of Sandra. Tune in every Thursday to satisfy your entrepreneurial sweet tooth with me, Sandra Coltimedici on Sweet Bites with Sandra. If you would like to sponsor an episode of Sweet Bites with Sandra, make sure to send an email to info at sandracoltamedici.com. Include in the subject line, be a sponsor.